Welcome to the podcast of Sozo Church. For more information about Sozo, please visit sozosmtx.com. All right. Hey, let's start out with some group participation. Is that okay? Yeah, this is family time, so we got to include everybody. If you love Christmas, I mean like really love Christmas, not just sort of endure it. If you love Christmas, I want you to stand to your feet. Okay, now that, it doesn't count if you're just, all right, quit participating so much. Next, next point of instruction. Some of y'all just stood because you're, you're hot and you're hoping it'll get colder, right? All right, next thing. Remain standing if you love receiving gifts at Christmas. And I didn't weed anybody out. All right. Remain, remain standing if you love giving gifts. You love giving gifts. Boy, we're not, we're not weeding anybody out. Now, If you love the feeling of opening gifts, I want you to remain standing. If it doesn't do anything for you, you may, I love that feeling. Okay, we're not, we're not getting back. Okay. Boy, this group is not going to go down easy, I can tell. We're going to go for birthdays now. Because here's the deal. If, let me ask the question this way. If you would be willing to participate in helping me open a gift, unwrap a gift before, at, at sometime in the service here, would you remain standing? <laughs> oh, well, that's good. We, we have some extroverts in the house here. All right. Now, if you have a birthday... Today, I want you to remain standing. All right, wait, no, wait. We, we, we have no birthdays today, so if you have, do we have a birthday today? Is your birthday today, James? Okay. If you have a birthday in the month of July and you fit all of the categories you were standing up, stand back up. All right, were you, were you standing up? All right, you better get up then. Okay. All right, so we, we have three here. We have four. All right. All right, so the competition is today. What is today? The 21st. If your birthday is before, it's already passed, I want you to keep standing up. Okay? So... The closest to the birthday. We got it down to two here. Okay. Are you still up? Huh? Yours is not yet? Yours is not yet? Yours is not yet? Okay. You're up then still. All right. I said it opposite, but y'all got it. Okay. So, if your birthday is Monday, raise your hand. If your birthday is Tuesday, raise your hand. Oh, aren't you sad that you didn't love Christmas? Okay, he's happy he's sitting down. 
If your birthday is Wednesday, would you raise your hand? Oh, we've got a winner. We've got a winner. All right. All right, so you're going to get to help me here in a little bit. So keep taking pictures. Enjoy yourself. I'll call you at the right moment. Okay. So as you see, we, we have a gift here. And we will unwrap this gift in a little bit. So today is, today is family, family day. I didn't know it was going to be family day. And so, but I learned today is family day because we're all cloistered here in the family room, right? And, uh, you know, one of the things that's been on my heart that I really feel like the Lord's been saying to me is that he is birthing a real spirit and passion of evangelism in some people. How many of you would say that, that fits me? I've, I've really begun to have a heart to see the good news of the kingdom of God go forward. I find myself just having opportunities, looking for opportunities. It's a motivation of my heart. It's something that God is doing in me. It's not something out of labor and I ought to and obligation, but I mean, it's a want to. It's something that the good news of the kingdom of God is just really burning inside of you. That's something that happened to me whenever I was in college. That would have been a primary motivation of mine. If you talk to my college buddies, they would not see me as a revelatory teacher or pastor. They would have seen me as an evangelist because I love to share my faith. And the climax of my evangelistic career happened in 1992. I was 30 years old, 92, had an opportunity to go to Ukraine. Any of you have been to the U Ukraine? Okay, uh, there we go. And so I'm 30 years old. I'm the youngest person on my team. First time I'd ever been overseas. I've been to Mexico, but I'd never been overseas. And uh, so we're there, and it's going to be a trip that's going to be focusing on evangelism and discipleship. And so we, this is in 92, just right after the fall of 70 years of atheistic communism, okay? And so I've got opportunity to share the gospel with people who have never heard the good news of Jesus. And so we're in this school auditorium, and there are somewhere between 12 and 1,500 students, high school students. And uh, the team leader came to me and said, Steve, you're it. Tag, you're it. You get, you get to speak to this group, and at the end of it, I want you to give an opportunity for people to give their life to Jesus Christ. I mean, that's like throwing meat to a bone, a, a dog. You know, I was just so excited. So I got there, and I, I shared the gospel, and I mean, I poured my heart out, and I said, now, if, if you would like to give your life to Jesus Christ this afternoon, I want you to stand to your feet. Look at there, we have one right now. <laughs> That's okay. And, and so, of this crowd of people, virtually every single person stood up. Maybe five or six didn't stand up. And so I'm thinking, I'm thinking, man, this is incredible. Maybe, 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 maybe I am an evangelist. And so, so that evening, you know, we're at... Uh, we're at dinner, and I'm with my interpreter, and I ask him, his name is Roman. I said, Roman, let me ask you a question. I said, does this happen all the time? Does this happen very often? Yeah, I'm wanting to get a little attaboy, like, oh, no, this, this is incredible. I've never seen that. 
And you got to understand, there's actually some people from a denomination there that was writing an article about all these people that had gotten saved at this event, you know. And so he looks at me and goes, what, what, what are you talking about? I said, I said, all these people that gave their life to Christ. You know, whenever I said, if you want to give your life to Christ, stand up. And he just looked at me just nonchalantly and says, I just told everybody to stand up. <laughs> I was crushed, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Can I tell you, sometimes we need a little bit of humility, don't we? Can I, can I tell you, if God didn't show up, we're in bad shape, right? Can, can I get a better amen? You know, I think that's one thing we can all agree on, is that apart from him, we can do nothing. Amen? I mean, G, those are Jesus' words. And so, I, I, it's exciting to me because evangelism is expressing itself in many different ways. I really believe in this group, there are many of you that God's already beginning to stir in you to open your homes up. Just in hospitality, just loving people well. And you're going to get an opportunity to share the reason for the hope that's in you just by simply doing that. I think, there, I think there's some of you in here that just have the ability to listen well. You know what I mean? Don't you love being around somebody who can just listen well? They don't say anything, they just listen to you. But at the right time, they nail you with the right question. And you go, whoa. I believe the Lord's showing many of you how to discern what the real heart of the matter is. When you talk to people what the real need is and go right to that place so that they can find good news. I think, I think there's some of you here, and I'm going to say in this rowdy bunch, most of you here, that you are having opportunities to share the good news of the kingdom of God by simply being like Jesus. Just being Christ-like. See, see, the scripture says that signs and wonders follow those who believe. How many of you believe? It should just be something that Jesus just kind of comes off of you. Well, I want to share a brief message. Something like, oh, brief. This is going to be brief this morning, I promise you. We have kiddos in the group here, and so this is going to be part one of a part of a two-part message on what, what does it mean to be saved? What does it mean to be saved? Now, the name of our church is Sozo. Sozo means saved. So I think it would be a good idea if we learned what the meaning of being saved is, don't you? And you were just going to, I'm just going to give you a little taste this morning. Next week, we'll come back and we'll really, really go after it. But I want you to see this. If you have your Bibles, just turn with me to Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9. Very, very familiar passage. And we're just going to look at a few words this morning because I think if we're going to be able to be confident in sharing the good news of the kingdom of God then we need to understand what is the good news of the kingdom of God. And Paul, who lived on the right side of the cross, just very succinctly 
gives us some thoughts here. He says, in a very familiar passage, many of you know it by heart, perhaps. He says this, he says, it's by grace that you have been saved. Right? It's by grace that you have been saved. I'm going to go ahead and just read it here because I want to make sure I get everything. It's by grace you've been saved through faith. This is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. One more time. It's by grace that you and I have been saved through faith, not of ourselves. It's a gift of God not of works, lest any of us get proud and boast about it. I want us to look at at four words here that I think that are important to see this. The first word is grace. What is grace? Most of us think of grace, we think of, well, it's, it's unmerited favor, it's undeserved favor. And that's true, right? Aren't you glad that God doesn't give us what we deserve? But he lavishes us with his grace, with his mercy, with his care. But can I tell you what grace is in a bigger sense? Grace is the kingdom of heaven invading earth. It's God coming in flesh and blood into our very presence. It's a past tense thing. It's a present tense thing. It's a future tense thing. Grace is something that has happened, is happening and will continue to happen. Grace is a relationship. And so it's by grace that we are saved. Grace really is the hand of God reaching down to us. Right? Grace is God stooping to us through His Son Jesus, incarnation, becoming like us and coming into our world. Right? Now, here's the cool thing about it. I used to think, wow, I wish I lived when Jesus lived on planet Earth. How many of you have had that consideration? How many of you say, I'm really glad I didn't live when Jesus lived on the Earth? Hugh, Hugh, I'm glad. Would you have missed it, Hugh? I, I, uh, like you. I'm over that. that. See, because here's the deal. Jesus has upped the ante. He now lives inside of us. He has made a way for us. See, the verse continues, For by grace, look around, each and every one of us have been saved. Can I say this? Whether you realize it or not, Jesus has come to planet earth, past tense, for your salvation. When Jesus died on the cross, he died for the world, for humanity. God was in Christ reconciling the entire cosmos, the entire world. That's pretty good news, isn't it? Next time you share good news with somebody, you know, just smile and go, Hey, listen, Jesus has already saved you, whether you realize it or not. Okay? You have been saved. You have been salvaged. That word saved, sozo, is that word. It's bigger than this. You know, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, salvation for me was equated with acquittal. You know what acquittal is? Acquittal means to be declared not guilty. It means that you have been released from any offense 
that you have been accused of. You know what our offense is? It's called sin. Every one of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, not, not even one. And the wages of that sin is death. You know what death is, don't you? It's absence of life. But can I tell you good news? Jesus said, I've come that you might have life. And life to the absolute full. And so he says, look, it's, it's, it's this grace that invades earth, that invades us, that's all around us. Okay, do you realize how little you had to do with your salvation? Do you realize that from the beginning God's been wooing you, drawing you? He, he is so after mankind. He so loves us that he entered into our darkness. See, right, right now, Dustin said it really, 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 really well. Some of you right now, you feel pretty orphaned. You feel very alone. You feel dark. You feel pain. You feel hurt. You, you feel isolated. Can I tell you what? Jesus has entered into our darkness and our pain, and he's come to bring us light and life. He has come to give us hope. See, it really is Christ in us, around us, through us, for us, that is the hope of glory. You can fall short of glory, but can I tell you what? Glory living inside of you that is recognized and activated by faith is a game changer. So it's by grace that you're saved through faith. What is faith? Well, here, here's what faith is. I'm, I'm going to use you, Kenny. Can I use you as an example? I'm not going to use you. I'll just give you an example. So if grace is the hand of God through His Son, Jesus, that reaches down to us for the purpose of saving us, to bring healing, to bring deliverance, to bring life, hope, wholeness, to bring relationship. For by grace are you saved through... Your hand is faith. Lift your, put, the, put your glasses down. Faith is you saying, help. It's saying, God, help. I need you. If you don't come through... I'm not going to make it, right? You know what that's called, a good Bible word? It's called humility. It says that God's grace is released when we humble ourselves. He says he opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So it's, it's like this. You can be around people who they experience the same stuff you do, but they, they still just scrooge. Right? They still like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't feel nothing. I didn't see nothing. I experienced. You know why? Because I've been there. It's called pride. I got this figured out. I'm working that out myself. I'm working my plan. And God says, you know what? Unless you come to me like a child in need and say, Papa, I need you. I want you. I crave you. I desire you. If you don't come through, I will not make it. And so he comes in grace and faith. And can I tell you what he does? He sees you in your condition. He sees whatever that condition is you're in right now, that you need wholeness, that you need salvation, that you need deliverance, that you need freedom in right now. He sees that and he goes, boom, I'm pulling you right out of that deal. And then you know what he does? He says, you're my son. I love you. I'm pleased with you. Everything I've got is yours. Everything I've got is yours. You're an heir. You're a joint heir. 
with Jesus, take it in, son. It's all yours. There's nothing you can do except just abide in me and love me and receive me and know my goodness, my care. We dance and we joy and we have fun in Jesus' name. Now, now you know, whoa. You know, <laughs> woo. Yes, Lord, do it. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. You know, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. Love you. Love you, Kenny. You know, you know that word grace is charis. How many graces do we have here? Do we have anybody named Grace? Do we have any charises? Charis. We'll give you Charis. We'll give you. Is Charis here? Come on, Charis. Where you at when I need you? Do we have any joys here? Do we have any charis here? The word kara is, is the same root of that. It means your joy. You know what that means? That in joy, grace came down and took us out of our situation. But it doesn't end there. He says, <laughs> he says this. He says, by grace, you've been salvaged, you've been rescued, you've been made whole by simply receiving. By simply humbling, humbling yourself and saying, I need you, I receive you. But he says, it's not anything you, it's that not of yourselves. It's not anything you can do. Oh, it's a gift. It's a gift of God, not of your works. Can I give you some good news today? No striving. Quit striving. Just say, let's do it together. It's a gift of God, not of our works. Now, where did, where did Kaysen go? All right, Kaysen, come on up. All right, okay, everybody give Kaysen a hand. All right. So, so once you extend your hand in faith and you're pulled out of that muck in the mire, can I tell you what? It's not just a one-time occurrence. You said a little prayer, a sinner's prayer, oh, God, I'm bad, you're good, I need you, help can I tell you what it is? It's a gift that keeps on giving. And so you got to unwrap it. And it takes a while to unwrap it, little by little by little, but I'm going to get you to unwrap that thing for me, okay? And this is the gift, not the gift of Steve, but this is the gift of God, okay? So you open it up and you go, what in the world is the gift of God? And you open it, Can I tell you what the gift of God is? You tell me. It's Jesus. Now, can I tell you something about this gift too? It's a free gift. It's not anything you have to do. Did you know you're going to get a free gift today? There's only one thing you get. <laughs> There's only one thing. I like the confidence of this man. There's only one thing you have to do to receive a gift. You know what that is? You just have to accept it. So I'm, can I use it as a prop for a little bit? And then sure. would you, I'm going to ask you, would you like this gift? Sure, I will accept it. All right, all right. Well, you, you can be seated. Let's give it up. Now, I want you to take a look at this for just, just a moment here. Is this the image of the Jesus that you said yes to? See, this is, this is the glad heart of God right here. Can I tell you what, when Jesus looks at you, 
He's, he's, not, he's not disappointed and sad and going, man, I, man. Better luck next time, Archie, yeah. you know. <laughs> oh, he goes, man, you're my son. I love yeah, you. Oh, I'm so pleased with you. I, I don't have another Archie on the planet. That's right. You're the only Archie Penley who can display right. this Jesus, right. this love of Jesus. Cason, when, when you, where'd Cason go? You're right here. <laughs> All right, Jason, you need some Jesus, too. You know what? When you, when you, when you see this thing, put it, put it somewhere. Put it in a prominent place. So when you see this, you'll see the love of God, the glad-heartedness of God, the kindness of Jesus. Look at that, man. Just a merry heart does good like a medicine. And you know, so many times, man, our image of God is so different than this. Jesus said that he, for the joy set before him, he endured shame of the cross. I mean, he endured it all. He said, because you are worth it. I love you that much. You're worth it. You're worth it. You're worth it. The scripture says that Jesus is the exact representation of God's being. Right? Whatever you think God might be like, can I tell you what? This is what God is like. It's the glad heart of God. God is for you. Who could be against you? Nothing can separate you from the love of God except a distorted way of thinking about who He is. Because see, if you ever get it, if you ever get the glad heart of God right, you'll never be the same. Now, how many of you say, this, this is good news. This is a gift worth giving away. But it's got to be etched beyond here into here and come out wherever we go. Right on? So that's a simple, simple, here you go, my friend. Thank you. Amen. Amen. See, see, that is a simple, simple understanding of the good news of God. But we gotta, if, we, if we could get that in us and get it out of us, it would be a game changer. Right on? Now, I, I don't know. In a group like this, is there anybody here who would say, you know, I want to receive Jesus? Maybe you're, you're, you're here and you've never received Jesus. You say, I want to receive Jesus. But maybe you've never received that Jesus before. Yeah. Right? Really Whatever Jesus you got, not, not the Jesus that Jesus is. Right? So is there anybody here who'd say, yeah, I, want, I really want to, I want to, if you don't come through, I ain't going to make it, Jesus, I want to receive you. Anybody here? Okay. Just stand to your feet. All right. All right. They celebrate you. Come here, you need a hug. You know? And you know what, and you know what Jesus says to you? My sister, my daughter, I love you. And I'm so, so pleased with you. From this day forward, I'm going to reveal myself to you in ways you have never, ever, ever dreamed. You've never experienced them, but I'm going to show my love to you. And I want you to know my perfect love cast out all fear, all shame, all guilt. By the blood of Jesus on the cross, you are forgiven. You are cleansed. You are my daughter.
And it's just a matter of saying yes. It's just a matter of saying yes. Did you say yes to Jesus today? Then let's, yes. Then you're his daughter. And you're part of the family of God. Amen. 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 Now, now if, if anyone else is here today, can I tell you what? Jesus, well, you're here today. If, if Jesus is speaking to you today, it is that simple to say, Jesus, I repent. I turn away from me and turn to you and I align with your heart. Can I tell you what? When you get the heart of God, you'll stand against any fear or any, this is a friendly, friendly house. This is your family here. And so there might be somebody here who said yes to Jesus. Can I tell you what? Before you leave, tell somebody. Tell somebody so we can walk with you. Now, I'm going to ask you if the worship team will come back up and the prayer folks, if y'all would come up. And here's what I want us to do. I want to talk a little bit about, about what it means to be saved. Salvation is to be rescued from your sin, yes, but it also means to be made whole. It means to be free, right? It means to be healed. So if you're here this morning and you have physical needs of healing, if you have emotional needs, if you have, uh, you just know there's some areas in your life where you want to be free, I'm going to invite you to come up as we worship together and just receive whatever you need this morning. So let's, let's just stand to our feet and worship the Lord and give him some time and receive from ministry.